Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We have a new edition. Yep. On my vacation, my wife somehow convinced me that we needed a new dog. Needed. (laughs) Needed. So on Saturday, she said, I've got this arranged. It's from uh, East Coast Canine, the rescue place that uh, we brought in Penny from. And all I had to do was drive two hours to go pick up the package. I pick up the package. We don't know what kind of breed Winnie is, but we know that uh, Winnie is here to stay and we brought her into the man cave this morning. Accidents everywhere, but that's okay. She's a puppy. But um, if you get an opportunity and you're looking to uh, get a rescue, East Coast Canine did a wonderful job. We also have Penny's Bang Biscuits, uh, great dog foods uh, for uh And I don't know if uh, Winnie is ready for that yet, but Penny certainly is. We have our own dog biscuits here, and uh, we have some uh, hand-picked partners in the pet industry that we're uh, donating some of the uh, proceeds to. Bang Biscuits, gourmet dog biscuits there, but got a new puppy. And I forgot, you got to wake up, uh, you know, (laughs) it was 1.50 in the morning. And I went, I got to take the dog out. So you take the dog out. The dog doesn't know the dog is supposed to go out. The dog's like, what are we doing? It's, you know, it's, it's in the, it's late, late at night, early in the morning. You know, it, it's wet out here on the ground and you're just standing there uh, holding the dog on a leash. And uh, she didn't do anything. And I took her back in, put her in her uh, little kennel, little, little kennel there. And so happy to see me in the morning. Yeah, Paul. Did you agree to this, or was it already agreed mm. upon without your input? Or am I going down a bad road? Uh, no, no. We had a good conversation, but uh, my <laughs> wife was well down the road. You're kind of like a guy who has friends with boats. Like you love playing, going on the boat, bringing the beer to the boat. You're a great friend to go on boats with, but like now you got to take care of the boat. Yeah, I don't want the boat. Yeah, you want a friend to have a boat. Yes. Like the, the big German has Penny. Yes. You, you pet it and play with it. I love Penny, and but the big German takes Penny home. Yes, McLovin. But I could see you fall in love so hard so fast. I saw you outside with that thing. There's no separating you two for life. Oh, I know that. I mean, I'm aware of it. My wife knows that. And my kids know that. But I'm the one that's going to be with this puppy. I'm the one that's up at 2 in the morning. I'm the one that's going to be there with her, you know, this afternoon. 
And when she's teething and then she tears up one of the chairs that my wife loves so much. Yes, Eden. Yeah, man, that's the classic dad role with a dog. I know. Well, there's videos that my kids keep sending me of the dad saying to the kids, this is your dog. You take care of this dog. Next thing you know, you know, the dad is holding the dog and loving the dog. Paulie didn't want a dog. No. Didn't want a dog. For years, I kept saying, Paulie, you love the outdoors. You know, get some flannel for your puppy. Mm. Take it to Vermont. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden. The kids wore me down. Paulie's all in getting his puppy. McLovin's next. I already sent a video of your dog to the girls. It's a hard, full-court press every day, seven days a week. Oh, so if you're watching on Peacock, we call her Winnie. Actually, we got her. There was a picture on the website, and her name was Penny. And I said, there's only one Penny in my life. And I told the big German, her name is Penny, but I'm going to change it. So I let my youngest daughter uh, change it to Winnie. How's the puppy dealing with the name change so far? Oh, uh, good. A little traumatic, you know. She had all this jewelry with a penny on it. <laughs> bling. Then, yeah, <laughs> bling, bling. So that's what I did on my vacation. I got a puppy. How about 15 seconds each? Recap what you did on your vacation. Let me start with the most interesting man here. McLovin, what did you do? So I spent the first half vacation at home bothering my wife who's working at home. She said, get out of here. And my friend was visiting Atlanta. I have some friends on there. So I took a quick trip to Atlanta oh. that turned into something unexpected. Because there was an event down in Atlanta. I don't know if you guys were aware of this. That brought every bizarre celebrity you've ever seen in your life down there. That's a tease. I could tell it was a fight. Oh, is that the... Oh, God. That weird fight with the YouTube guy took over the entire town. And all these people are running around with video cameras screaming. Ric Flair is walking around the corner yelling, <laughs> woo. It was the most, I was only there for two days visiting a couple friends. And I must have seen or heard like every weird, like B-list celebrity you've ever heard is of. Is this Jake Paul? Yes. Okay. He fought a UFC guy, I guess, on Saturday night on pay-per-view. Did you go to the event? No, no, no. I was oh. already gone. I, I didn't even know what the event was till Sunday morning. I, I, I read they were all wearing these Fight Club t-shirts. So it's a big thing, apparently. There was so much hype leading up to this. And I kept thinking, okay, this guy, Jake Paul, is a internet. I don't know what. Is he an influencer? I, I, He's like an early vlogger. You know, he was a He used a to YouTube follow himself. Guy? With, yeah, YouTube guy. Very famous. Okay. But he's had a couple of fights. First of all, he's fighting a 36-year-old UFC guy who's retired, I think. Yes, he is now. And he wasn't uh, like a great UFC guy either. No. And then they made a big deal about him knocking this guy out. And I said, well, how about he just fights a fighter? Maybe that would be the way to go. Then I would be impressed. Oh, he knocked him out. I went, okay. How about if they wrestle? It, it's like if Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, if he fought Floyd Mayweather and they did MMA, he would kill Floyd Mayweather. He would have him on the ground and, and Floyd would be crying. But, you know, the UFC part of this and you're, you know, Jake Paul knocks him out. And I went, wake me up when he fights somebody. Because I'm hearing people who are just, you know, they're breaking down, you know, hey, he's got the skill. He's got really, he's got some boxing skills. Okay. He looks slow. He does look like he's in shape and he has a punch. All right. That's great. Who am I, Teddy Atlas? I'm breaking this down. I, no, then I got mad. I'm like, why are we spending so much damn time on this guy? This guy. I want to see him go in there with somebody who's legitimately a fighter. And then see how he does. Who else did you run into? Oh, well, uh, well, Chuck Liddell was there randomly. Ooh, remember, remember my moment with Chuck Liddell yeah. where I called him out when he did that battery commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said he didn't look like he was in shape. And uh, next thing I know, Chuck Liddell's on the phone. He wants to talk to me. <laughs> who was the guy who came in the studio and almost killed all of us? It wasn't Randy Chuck Liddell. Couture. Oh, very nice guy. But he shaking my hand. He broke like three bones. That guy looked like the, the character Jason Statham tries to play in every movie. <laughs> like that guy's real. Jason Statham wants to be Randy Couture.
Who but, else do but my big run-in was who would right, I'll, I'll let you guess okay. who do you run into in Atlanta who does everybody run into who's everyone's best friend who happens to be doing a job but has nothing else to do in town Shaq nope close other side of the desk Charles Barkley and he had a message for you that I will show you in a look in later you're gonna show me yes we recorded a little video oh, you did oh, okay yeah he, right. had, he just had a nice little Charles note for you all right, uh, Fritzy, 15 seconds on what you did on vacation. I visited family in Brooklyn. I went to Home Depot looking at refrigerators, and I got my second vaccine this past weekend and went for some walks around the neighborhood. All right, Seton O'Connor. I uh, brought my son to soccer every day, which is awesome. It's like my favorite thing to do. And then I've been working on this apartment that I'm renovating that's so far... Mm. Hasn't been going as smoothly as I'd like it to go. <laughs> if you could go back in time and pay somebody to do it. No, because I'm, I'm hiring out the hard things. Oh, okay. You know, so like there's some things that if there's like uh, some electrical things that I'm not comfortable doing, then, you know, anytime that somebody says up to code, that somebody else is doing that. If I need to get something up to code, somebody else is doing it. Are you making it better or worse? I'm making it better, but sometimes you take a few steps backwards. Okay. All right. <laughs> In order to go forward. Paul, what did you do on your vacation? Uh, family went down to Georgia, coastal Georgia and South Carolina, like St. Simon's Island and mm. Savannah and Charleston and Kiwa. And basically it was a seafood barbecue tour driving around there. And I did try kayaking for the first time. It's well, tricky. It's real tricky if you have no athletic ability and no balance. I have no balance. Yeah. And I don't mind doing the rowing part. But you would have thought that uh, you would have thought I'd never been on well, water. Well, just getting in, oh yeah, is tricky. The guy who was helping, he really enjoyed seeing me getting in and out. That that's what I'd say. Uh, all right. So we're yes, McClellan. Kayaking is so not tricky. Like I've no, seen no, like eighty-five-year-olds get in a kayak. They don't tip. Oh, there's the lots of eight, believe me. I saw a lot of eighty-five-year-olds comfortably getting in and out. I'm talking about me. And I had a hard time getting in a kayak. Getting in is hard, I admit. But once you're on no, no, the water. No, 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 I couldn't get out either. Yeah, but once you're on the water, it couldn't possibly be easier. No, that one's fine. You're once, right, getting in I'm and in out. Once I'm in the kayak, fine. then I'm an Olympian. It's getting in and getting out where I'm, I'm in, uh, in trouble. I'm in distress. Yes, Paul. I, I saw some dolphins in the water, and that was very majestic. My kids went crazy. But then on a bank about 50 yards to my left, I saw a sleeping alligator. And that's uh, that's not fun. Now he didn't bother me. I didn't bother him. But the fact that he, I made contact with him, it he doesn't care. I puckered up a little bit. He doesn't care. No. Uh, this program brought to you by Simply Safe, Simply Safe Home Security, and uh, make sure you go there, customize your system, get a free security camera. SimplySafeDan.com. We'll uh, talk about the uh, NFL draft, the article that was written on Trevor Lawrence, the profile on Trevor Lawrence and Sports Illustrated. Got everybody up in arms here. He's not motivated. Chip on his shoulder. You got to have a chip on your shoulder. You got to want to win awards, all of these things. So we'll talk to Michael Rosenberg, Sports Illustrated. He's the one that profiled Trevor Lawrence. Lewis Riddick of the Mothership will join us coming up. Trey Lance with another pro day. Justin Fields had his second pro day. San Francisco has been going to these pro days, even though they reportedly have decided that they're taking Mac Jones, number three overall. I checked with my source yesterday and said, any update on Mac Jones? And this was a month ago when my source said he's told by three different people that Mac Jones is going to the Niners, but there is at least one personnel person with the Niners who's holding out hope that they'll uh, take Trey Lance. It still comes back to, and this is what my source said, you traded an awful lot to go up and get Mac Jones or Trey Lance, and it feels like you didn't have to go all the way to three to get them. But we got a little bit of time here. Also, I have a couple of sleeper players to keep an eye on uh, from uh, a source. Uh, you know, we, we hear about the big names, but a couple other names to just uh, kind of file away. Have that for you coming up as well. It hasn't been a great era for rivalries in professional sports because you got players who are the brands now. They're bigger than the teams they play for. But in baseball, we got an old school rivalry brewing, and that was the Dodgers and the Padres over the weekend. I like the fact that they don't like each other. You know, they have the elements of a great rivalry. You know, you start with the proximity. 
fans can drive back and forth to each other's stadiums, uh, you know, and potentially the Padres can be a great team. We know the Dodgers are. They're already there defending champs. Started out the season. Remember when they lost their first game? And all of a sudden, I'm reading Twitter, and they're nervous about the Dodgers, all the the hangover, World Series hangover. That was a long, long time ago. Long time ago. Remember when Justin Turner passed uh, Cody Bellinger on the you know field, you know on the bases, and you know, cost him a home run. But the Padres are a team on the rise. You got Fernando Tatis and Machado, good pitching staff. Uh, Saturday night, it got a little heated. And, you know, the low-keyed, normally low-keyed Clayton Kershaw got into a yelling match uh, with a catcher's interference call. It was good. Fun to see. I like it. Uh, Another baseball story. The Yankees are not playing well. And there's a portion of the New York media, New York population, that loves this. Because they would love to see the Mets get back up to where they were, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years ago. But you also, if you start to think of the secondary teams, you know, the Nets are a secondary team to the Knicks as far as publicity, you know, fan, you know, true fandom. Uh, You have the Jets who are far more interesting than the Giants are. And the Mets could be more interesting than the Yankees. Although the Yankees losing is still interesting. But you're starting to see a little bit of a shift there with these secondary teams. Yes, McLevin. Is L.A. the same way where there's the first tier, the Lakers, the Dodgers? Yeah. Uh, I guess the Rams, sort of, it's kind of newer. And then there's the Chargers, Clippers, and... Yeah. Isn't it funny how the cities evolved? Isn't New York, if you're from Long Island, you like the Mets, the Islanders, and, like, if you're... It depends where you're from. And the Jets. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees, 5-15. and 15, Dodgers, 13-3. and three. But... Uh... You know, some good baseball. I, I love watching the Padres and the Dodgers. That was fun to see. And I, I hope that it's going to be a big rivalry. The Yankees are 5-10, and 10, uh, not 5-15. and 15. Uh, We're starting, I don't know, three decades or so. Uh, Julian Edelman retires. And, of course, that brought up the obligatory question <laughs> of, is he a Hall of Famer? And I went, we, we've been doing this for a long time. Long time. I'm not going to get into it right now, but I'll get into it in a little bit here. But Julian Edelman has retired, although not everybody on my staff thinks that Julian Edelman is truly retired. I guess maybe you hold out hope that he could end up a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I don't see it. I don't think the knee responded to surgery, and I think Julian Edelman knows that he's done. Uh, McLevin, you got a poll question. Well, you sort of hit on it, but Paul came up with what what story from last week do you want us to talk about today? And I think the uh, Edelman is going to be number one, but you missed a couple. Uh, let's see. So there's Edelman, Justin Fields Pro Day. Aaron Donald beats up somebody, then doesn't beat up somebody. Now, I saw the video, and this was a rush to judgment because somebody accused Aaron Donald of beating him up. And then I saw the video, and then the guy came out and apologized and said, no, Aaron Donald did not. Yeah, Paul. I think the punishment for the guy who falsely accused Aaron Donald of beating him up, Aaron Donald should be allowed to beat him up. Because you accused him, you hurt his reputation. Some people didn't see the other part of the story. Aaron, you got to do like a, a couple Oklahoma drills with Aaron Donald. Well, somebody did beat him up. So I, I don't know if uh, you need Aaron Donald to come in again. Right. Uh, yes, McClellan. And the other story that the front row forced me to put on here that everyone's talking about, Super League, when are we going to get into it? I don't know what it means. Sounds cool, though. I come in with a puppy, and nobody wants to talk about the puppy. They want to talk about this European soccer super league. And I go, I got a puppy. And Seton was like, you know, could this be college football? Could this super league, could it turn out to be college football? Could they do that in college football? And I go, hold on, let me put the puppy down. Yeah, see. But I got a puppy. Yeah. Your name's Winnie. This is puppy, though. I, I, I got a puppy. Yeah, McLovin. There's your poll. Which would you rather talk about, puppies or Super League? (laughs) If another show steals that, then you know they stole it. Now, I will talk about the Super League because I do think it is an interesting story. And, yes, I do think it translates into what we could have in college football. I've been saying it for a long, long time with the Power Five conferences. This just takes the best teams in the Power Five conferences, and they have their own Super League, Champions League, uh, and I and I do think that that is a distinct possibility here. Absolutely. What else do you have, McLovin? 
Well, with Lewis Riddick coming up, I know it's a cliche draft question, but who's the can't-miss guy of the top eight guys? Take out Trevor Lawrence. If I gave you Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. Penny Sewell, Jamar Chase, is there like a can't-miss guy of that group? Uh, it feels like it's Kyle Pitts. But if you look at wide receivers, tight ends taken in the top 10, top 15, it's not a great track record. Um, I would probably say Penny Sewell, the offensive lineman with Oregon. If I'm Cincinnati and I got Joe, this is what I was told yesterday. Because I asked the same thing. You know, what do you do if you're the Bengals? Now, I don't know what Atlanta's going to do. And I said, after Miami traded three, keep an eye on what the Falcons do. Are they going to take a quarterback? Uh, I was told Falcons think they can get three or four more good years out of Matt Ryan. And if that's the case, do you take his replacement? Or do you take Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase? Whoever it might be, whatever you do. But you start to figure out, all right, who is going to be great for 10 years? Not good, not a starter, great. And is it going to be Penny Sewell? And so my source said, okay, this is what I'll put out there for you. You saw the Super Bowl. What happened when Patrick Mahomes didn't have any time to throw? He was average. If you don't have an offensive line, I don't care who your quarterback is. He will be average. Tom Brady, when he gets pressured, is average. When he has protection, he can still be great. Mahomes is the best quarterback or one of the best quarterbacks. The same with Aaron Rodgers. But you have to protect him. If I'm the Bengals, I take an offensive tackle if I think that he is going to be great for the next 10 years. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Lewis Riddick will be on the main set for the NFL Draft on ESPN once again. Mike Greenberg and Booger McFarlane. Uh, they'll be uh, from Cleveland. ESPN and ABC will both televise the draft all three days, April 29th through May 1st, as we bring in the uh, former defensive back and uh, former NFL pro scout director of pro personnel. Lewis, let me uh, hit you with the poll question. Let's take out Trevor Lawrence. The guy that you say can't miss in the first 10 picks is who? Mm, I'm going to say it's Jamar Chase. Look, I just think, look, you got to remember back in 2019 when this young man was 19 years old, he put together one of the greatest seasons you'll ever see a wide receiver put together. And it wasn't simply because LSU was better than everyone else. It wasn't simply because Joe Burrow wound up being the number one overall pick. It was because this guy torched every single SEC defensive back he went up against, and many of them were very good. Very good players who wound up getting drafted high in the NFL. And when you just think, when you look at how, just how he's constructed as far as his body type, I mean, the guy is rock solid. I mean, he's a monster and he's fast and he doesn't drop passes. He runs great routes. He can run inside. He can run outside. He can run deep. He can run short. He can run after the catch. He can beat you in 50-50 balls. I don't know what else really you want him to do. Yeah. And he's just hyper competitive. So, I mean, I think whoever takes him is instantly getting a 1,200, 1,300-yard receiver. Where do you stand on the best tight end in the league uh, going into the draft or the best offensive lineman? If I said you could have Kyle Pitts or Penny Sewell, and both both are going to work out, but the priority yeah. of getting a great tight end or a great offensive lineman? Well, I think in the, in the context of team building, Dan, I'm always going to go inside out. I'm always going to build the team front to back. So I'm going to make sure I take care of the people who are throwing the football to those guys who are pretty catching the ball on the outside. And that's why when the the conversation comes up about Cincinnati or, well, I'm really not about Atlanta because Atlanta's not in the market for a tackle. But when the conversation comes up for Cincinnati, that's why I'm always going to defer to either Penny Sewell or Rashawn Slater in order to protect Joe Burrow. You, You just can't. You can't get by without it. And, look, and, I, and I think in a, in a small way, although it was a big game on a great stage, we learned that in the Super Bowl yeah. this past year. Yeah, I just brought and, that up. And, I agree. And for you to ignore that, you're just kind of like defying what the football gods have always told you, is you better take care of your lines. I know it doesn't sound – it's not fun because, you know, Kyle Pitts is probably going to do some damage on somebody's fantasy team next year. But that's not the point. These two young tackles, Sewell and Slater – and or guards, whatever, wherever you want to play them, are going to be pro bowlers and probably going to be all pros very quickly. You have Atlanta at four, and they're sort of the mystery team here. If somebody's going to trade out, are they going to take a quarterback? You're going to take Kyle Picks. Let's say you're running the Falcons. Yeah. Knowing what you know right now, draft is tonight, and you know who's going one, two. Well, you sort of know who's going one, two, and three. Do you think Mac Jones is going three? I do until until you know the the data or rather the information that's coming in says otherwise. And look, the information that we're getting, we're primarily getting from people who are dialed in and tapped into the people who are making those decisions in a way that we know history has proven that these guys are rarely wrong. All right, so it can, it makes sense to me as to why they would go Mac Jones. Because and, I, and I've talked about this a lot about quarterback play is just not about physical traits. When we get on shows like this, Dan, we've, and we've talked, and you've talked to many people about this, what happens usually, what is the reason why people usually bust out of the league, especially a quarterback? It's not because, well, that guy just didn't have enough arm strength. That guy just couldn't create enough plays. Off- That's not why. <laughs> it's because something happened upstairs 
in his mind, whether it be the way he played the game on the field from an intelligent perspective or the way he took care of himself off the field. That's usually what happens. It's something as far as the way they're wired. No one has any issues. As a matter of fact, everyone is louding Mac Jones for the way he's wired. Some great quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators are, are, are praising him for that. And Kyle and, and whoever else is advising him, whether it be his father, Mike, or whoever, they know this too. So it wouldn't shock me if they take him. Now, at the same time, you know, you hear, I heard people over the weekend talking about the fact that Trey Lance could sway them today with his pro day. Trey Lance swayed me from the very first time I talked to him, and then I watched him on his first pro day. Don't discount him. I understand his resume isn't as long. Look, I think everything is up is on the table for them. I really do. But when people as connected as Adam Schefter say what they say, and then he continues to say, until proven, until I hear information otherwise, this is where I'm going with it, then I'm going with it. Okay, so if you're Atlanta, you're running Atlanta, you're on the yeah. clock. Let's say Mac Jones has just been selected and the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> select. You know, actually what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to trade down. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay, to trade you, down you can't trade down. I know. So now you're saying, do I pick a player, right? All right, look, I, I'm one of those people who likes to think about the long term. Really, okay, th- th- let me just tell you what my thought process is. First of all, the very first thing I need on, in Atlanta is defense, but I'm going, I can't get great. I can't get value at four. I can't. That's why I say I want to trade down. Second, okay, now what do I want? Do I want to think about the long term as far as making sure I have an heir apparent to Matt Ryan, or do I need something right now in the short term to appease my head coach who says Matt Ryan can play for three or four more years and maybe address my quarterback position somewhere down the line? You're running out of time with your draft you know pick what? here. Probably, you know what? I'm probably going to turn in the card for Kyle Pitts. That's what I'm going to do. I agree with you. Atlanta's problems are defensively in my yeah. – yeah, so, but you can't – I don't know if who's going to trade up and then what do you get when you trade back down there. Yeah, you don't want to go too far if you're Atlanta. You don't want to get out of the mix. You don't want to get out of the – You know, maybe somebody wants to come up there and somebody wants to grab – Either Trey Lance or Justin Fields or whoever it is at that point in time. That's what you're. That's what you're banking on. You know, we've heard that we've heard that Denver could possibly be a mover. Although there are people who said they have not called Atlanta to move up to four yet. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping, though. I'm. You know, I'll tell you this. I'm going to wait until the very last second to turn in that card. I'm going to hold my phone <laughs> ring. That's what I'm doing. He's uh, Lewis Riddick from the Mothership. Anything in the profile in Sports Illustrated on Trevor Lawrence concern you? You know. There was a lot of brouhaha over what I said late, uh, late last week about this. It caught my attention. Dan, okay. All right. It caught my attention because when we're talking about quarterbacks, when we're talking about quarterbacks who are going to be drafted number one overall, I know Trevor said he loves the game and he wants to be the best ever to play it. I know. Okay. And I know he says he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. That's great. I never said anything about that, but I will say this. Quarterbacks in the NFL, coaches in the NFL will tell you the game is much harder at the NFL level and requires a different level of preparation and a different mindset than whatever you had when you thought when you were in college. It's that, and we know this, and I know this as a player. It's totally different. So it made me think, okay, well, I know he's gotten by with everything that he's done, the way he's done it so far. He's been the best on the field every time he stepped on the field, except for maybe when they played Ohio State and Justin Fields the best on the field. But, you know, I'm just interested to see what his approach is and how he talks about the game once he gets to Jacksonville and things aren't as easy for him as they were at Clemson. That's kind of, I'm interested to hear, hear how he talks about the game then and as far as his preparation and what his mindset is, or doesn't it change? Or does he remain the same person and just say, say, hey, look, I'm still not driven by Super Bowls. I'm not driven by accolades. That's just not who I am. Does he, does he remain that guy? And if he does, great. But the expectations are much different, are going to be much different for him in Jacksonville than they ever were at even Clemson because he's the number one pick in the draft. And the last thing I said about that was this. If other players in the NFL, whether it be quarterback or otherwise, had even intimated in any way that football wasn't the number one thing that they, that, that on their priority list and they weren't driven uh, maniacally to be the best they could possibly be, we would have discussions about it. But for Trevor, all of a sudden, it's like it's not allowed. You can't, you can't say anything about him. Look at what he's done. And it wasn't me. I wasn't trying to disparage the guy, and I wasn't trying to criticize him. I was just raising the question of 
Okay, well, how would we react to other people had they said this kind of thing or people around them who know them very well had said this kind of thing? But this is the the, game is different. This is the the first time he's been critiqued nationally um, on the field or off the field. But it's not a coincidence, though, Lewis, that you look at some of the great quarterbacks of all time and they have a chip on their shoulder. Montana taken in the third round. Marino went all the way at the end of the first round. Aaron Rodgers all the way at the first round. Mahomes got passed up. Drew Brees got passed up. Go down the list. I mean, Peyton, Peyton was not, you know, he was taken number one overall. Uh, Unless he says, well, I should have won the Heisman. Like, you create a chip if you don't have a chip. Lord knows Brady certainly is still working on that chip. Sure. But I, I don't think it's a coincidence that these guys who have been successful, um, you know, had a chip on their shoulder. Sure. Look, I, I think, again, you know, it, and it's interesting. It's interesting that, you know, we, you know, a lot of the conversation surrounding the draft is about Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. The guy who articulated it in the, in the most real way from a coaching perspective to me about what they thought really built the kind of culture that's a winning, sustainable culture in the NFL was Kyle Shanahan. And he said this, you know, when we were talking to him in Monday night football production meetings. He said, once you get enough guys who realize how hard this game is and really kind of intrinsically the number one thing that they need is this game. This game is everything to them, and they're willing to give everything they possibly can to it. And you have enough of those guys who kind of buy into that kind of culture. That's when you're able to do real, real special things. And he loved the culture of his football team because of that, because it was that way. And he said he himself was that way. And he figured that out, you know, during the during the pandemic last year, where for the first couple of weeks he said it was cool that you know he could play some golf and he would be around his family and all that. He said, but it, you know, over time it was like. I need this game. I need to be around the guys. I need to be coaching. I need to be game planning because that's who I am and that's what I want to do. And all those guys who you talk about, and you're right, all the greats who we all love and we all revere, they had that maniacal passion and love for the game to where nothing stood in their way when it came to trying to be one of the greats of all time. And that um, all I was saying was that's what's going to be expected of Trevor, both because he's going number one overall and because all every, every step of the way, that's what's happened to him. He's been the best guy on the field. Well, now he's not going to necessarily be the best guy on the field anymore. There's going to be a plenty of guys, and there's going to be plenty of teams that go up against that they're going to feel like Wake Forest. They're going to feel like Boston College against Clemson, and they're going to feel like, okay, we still have a little bit of a ways to go to build out our program. Now, how are you going to respond to that? And how are you going to motivate everyone else around that? And you know what? Well, I'm going to bet on the fact that he's going to anyway, simply because the guy is special. I believe the guy is special. I'm just, it, it was just surprising to hear someone be so honest about something like that in a day and age where, you know, th- this game is hard, man. It's just hard at the NFL level. It's very different. And I know that firsthand. It's different. See, I was more concerned that he said it, not that he thought it, that he said it. Yeah. You know what? I, it takes... You know, well, there, there's there's plenty of people who also at the same time, Dan, were like praising him for saying it, saying yeah. it that it was it reflected awareness and maturity and comfort <laughs> in his own skin. And maybe it does. Maybe Wait a minute. If, 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 if Zach Wilson said, let, let's say Sam Darnold came out and said that. Oh, well, that's what that was. My we point. would crush Sam Darnold that, if that, he said that, that was exactly my point. We would apply a different standard to those individuals mm-hmm. and say, hey, wait a second. Oh, red flag here. Red flag. Of course we would. Of course we would. Uh, Great to talk to you. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you before uh, we get to the draft. But uh, thanks again for joining us, Lewis. Of course. Anytime. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. While we're on vacation... Michael Rosenberg, a Sports Illustrated senior writer, profiled Trevor Lawrence, the unrivaled arrival of Trevor Lawrence. And all of a sudden, there were some quotes pulled from that, questioning how much he loved football and awards and all of that while Trevor Lawrence was getting married this weekend. So Michael Rosenberg, kind enough to join us. Michael, uh, preconceived feelings, ideas, notions about Trevor Lawrence were what going into that profile? Basically just that he was really good at football. You know, I, I was looking and, and there were bits and pieces, but yeah, he's still so young. I didn't feel like I really knew him. And, and at some point uh, in the course of reporting, and I don't even remember where it started, I started to get this sense that he was just kind of wired a little different. And it was one of the first questions I asked him. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I don't have that chip on my shoulder. And, and uh, having been around the NFL for a long time, I walked out of there going, is this guy really going to be the first pick? But but, but yeah, that's just who he is. And I brought this up to Lewis Riddick last hour. I said, you know, it, it's not a coincidence. They're quarterbacks who love having that chip on their shoulder, that they'll carry it with them their entire careers. Uh, the last quarterback I remember who didn't have a chip on his shoulder felt like it was Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck checked out at age 29, decided he was not going to play anymore. So 
I, I don't know if there's a there there, but I do think that it caught my attention that he said it. You might think it, but it's another thing to say it, Michael. It is. And, and I kind of went through it with Trevor. I was like, because I said, people can take this the wrong way. And he said, yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I thought that since he knew, he knew that that would, I don't know if he knew the level of it. Um, so you warned he, him in the moment. I did. And after I just said, this is what it is. And yeah, and it's in the story. Like he knows this is going to be twisted because I think that says something about him too. That kind of reinforces how he is that he knew that there would be some blowback and he wasn't worried about that either. You know, he's not trying to shape the image. He's pretty comfortable with who he is. So uh, I found that very endearing. What that means for him in the long term, I guess we'll see. How much time did you spend with him? Uh, I had about an hour plus the photo shoot and video shoot and then a few questions afterward. Anything stand out aside from those quotes? You know, I, I think what I took away from it as much as anything was he's very smart. He's he's very comfortable with himself and he's very comfortable questioning things. You know, he he has such sort of a simple image of this guy who was just number one recruit, number one pick, marrying his high school girlfriend, very religious uh, and he's a lot deeper and more thoughtful and and more inquisitive, I think, than than maybe has been out there. And and between he and Marissa, the dynamic there, you really got the sense these are kind of two equal partners. It's not just it's not just the quarterback and his pretty high school girlfriend. I mean, these are life partners. So uh, there's a lot of depth there. Uh, it's kind of funny to me that this is all blown up because I feel like anybody questioning him right now, if they spent ten minutes with him, would walk away and be like, "What a great guy! I'd love to have that guy on my team." So. Uh, I don't think the Jaguars should be all that concerned, but but that was just my take. But you know how it works, though, Michael. This you know time of the year leading up to the draft, he's been spotless. I mean, nobody's critiqued him. We 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 just sort of said, well, that's Trevor Lawrence. He's in a different category. Now you can bring Trevor Lawrence back into mainstream, you know, sports world. And I think it was the timing of it more than anything else. But also that what the, what stood out to me was when you talked about him getting married at such a young age and that there were probably people who were critical of that going into this profession. Yeah. And he said that, too. He's like, people say and, I, and I was, people say, what are you doing getting married? I'm like, they, they just come up and say that to you. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he kind of can't believe it himself. It's pretty rude. But he's like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to wait. I know who I want to marry and I'm going to get married. So uh, there is a confidence there that that's not it's not brash. You know, it's not that Johnny Manziel thing. It's not the, the Baker Mayfield. You know, I woke up feeling dangerous. It's just <laughs> and he knows how good he is, too, you know. Did you interview Manziel? Uh, I have not. Oh, okay. I have never interviewed Johnny Manziel. I, oh. I was waiting for him to reach his second year as a starter. We never got there. So. It's weird how if you said, hey, your daughter is bringing home this person, not this is what he does for a living, this person, he would probably check all the boxes here. But it, it feels like in today's world, you know, we're like, mm, I don't know. I'm a little skeptical here. Yeah, well, it's true. And 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 <laughs> if you think of all the reasons guys fail, you know, marrying young and wanting to be with that person is not usually very high <laughs> on the list. So uh, it, it is different. But um, I, I guess my takeaway from it, like, this, is there a danger that, that, that he gets beaten up and retires like Andrew Luck did early? Sure. Would the Colts, you know, do they regret taking a, a phenomenal quarterback? No. I mean, I, I think there's risk with every single guy in the draft. I think Trevor Lawrence's risk is different from most, but still smaller than just about everybody else. Have you followed up with him since the quote unquote controversy? Uh, I have not. I mean, he did get married. Uh, I will do that with the family this week. And, and, and nobody has said anything negative about the story. Even when he tweeted this weekend, it was some people are misreading my comments. You know, he had initially for whatever it's worth, shared the story on social media before it blew up. So I, I don't know what they think. I can't speak for them. Are we taking anything out of context? I'm sure you're not, Dan, but uh, <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen the poll quotes of, you know, he doesn't need the Super Bowl to be happy. And, of course, people jump on that. If you read the story, it's different. I mean, there's never been a question about this guy's work ethic, you know. He, and this is, I guess, the best way I could sum it up. He doesn't go to when he loses a game, it doesn't keep him up at night. 
but wanting to win does get him up in the morning. So that's different. I oh, mean, yeah. that's different from Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and all these guys. But as long as he gets up in the morning, wanting to win those games and wanting to go to the facility and wanting to watch film and, and wanting to play through injuries and, and everything that's required of an NFL quarterback, as long as he does that, uh, who really cares if he, if he goes home and starts smashing things when he loses the game? You're forever intertwined with Trevor Lawrence because these quotes, uh, good or bad, are going to stand out 10 years from now when I have you on and go, Michael, can you believe we made a big deal over this? Or, hey, Michael, we were on to something. I I might be forever intertwined with him, but I don't think he's ever intertwined (laughs) with me. Uh, Great job, Michael. Great to talk to you again, and thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.